0: Our opinions aren't too tough, rough, or gruff. We are proof that you don't have to be an expert to have an opinion. So just...
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: This is Sports Stuff with Jim and
1: Moss.
0: This is Sports Stuff. With Jim and Muff, after a bit of a hiatus.
2: Yay. Yay. We're back. We're back. We're back. Football's over. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: (laughs) Today
0: is Wednesday, February 14th, and we have been away for a bit, but first, during that time, we've had two birthdays, count them, one, two birthdays within the group, Happy birthday to Jim and Alex.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Alex Alex has reached a landmark birthday. This is where
3: you can stop caring.
2: I thought about that today. I'm like, you know, I don't think, I don't wonder if any of the other ones are ever going to bother me.
3: You never have to care again.
2: I turned 30 for everyone out there listening and rip the bandaid off. 30. There it is, Jim. We will not talk about how old Jim
0: is. No,
3: I'm unless, 38.
2: Unless, unless Jim chooses to talk about this.
3: 38, doesn't matter.
2: Thank like you. It. That makes me feel good that you were willing to like put that out there and say it doesn't matter. Like it's kind funny. Of...
3: Once you turn 30, everything else just doesn't you get ready to die.
2: Oh, like morbid. I mean, that was kind of not as helpful as I thought it was going to be now.
3: I mean, what, you want to celebrate 40? That you're just another step closer to death. 50 going to wanna... die. Like, there's you're now over the gravy train,
2: bud. Okay.
0: All right. Well, uh, on a positive note,
2: uh, <laughs> that took spin.
0: Alex Nate and me attended a fundraising event last weekend where we were able to listen to ESPN college baseball analyst and the voice of college baseball, Mike Rooney. That looked fun. I don't know, was it? Yeah, Mike uh, Rooney was good. Right? Yeah, speaker. Yeah, it was a good time. You can see uh, a quick picture of uh, Alex, Nate, and myself at this event. We were su- supporting uh, a local college athletic program, baseball program.
3: Did you gamble? Was there gambling? Yes.
2: Alex, go ahead. You were very much into this. I was into it. Uh, you can go and bet on pretend horses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so there were 10 races, and you have to bet in increments of $2. And I bet on, well, there were nine races. No, ten. I bet on nine of ten. And it's legal. One, one.
0: It's fundraiser, Jim. Everything's legal when you're raising money.
1: Oh. But Alex also had the bad luck of picking the most popular horse.
2: Yes. I did do that a lot, so then the odds were smaller. Skeeter on my Peter. Skeeter on my Peter. Alex's favorite horse of the night. That was my favorite horse. Alex, when
1: he went up to the, to the, uh, Quote unquote betting window and You just slap your two dollars down and say whack it off
2: Yeah <laughs> Yes yeah, so I was like there's a ske- skeeter on my Peter.' Whack it off <laughs> They liked it
3: I'm very happy with you in This whole event
0: They they liked it uh, Al- Alex we, we all had a good time We had, Yeah we did We were able to hang out Have a few food brews
2: Get some good food And good. Good, good, hang, good. hang out with the people I will say I didn't know you got to name the horse if you bought one, and I would have bought one. So I'm going to start now thinking about what my horse's name next year is going to be.
3: Is there going to be a next year? That's my next question.
2: This was, I believe,
0: very successful through this uh, athletic program financially, so I would assume they're going to have a next year.
3: Is there a reason why we're saying athletic program and not highlighting the program itself? Like, why are we on the podcast not shouting it out?
0: That's uh, West Liberty University baseball program. I believe this is through their foundation account. So uh, yeah, it was supporting the program. Okay. If that's,
3: I didn't know if there was a reason. That's all.
0: Uh, we, I mean, we tagged them all in the uh, in our social media posts. That's so, what
3: I thought. So you know, I thought, no like, why are we, why are we being so, all sketch about it?
0: So shout out baseball. Hey,
1: baseball. baseball, yay! Nate, Nate's getting ready for baseball, Nate. Yep, yeah, I'm actually a month or less than a month away now from scrimmage number one. You're doing deep squats, are you? Uh, I'm doing no squats. I'm gonna, right. probably going to regret not doing said squats. Yeah.
3: Don't uh, pull a hammy.
1: Or like everybody else in the NFL, hopefully I don't pull out
0: Achilles. Ooh, we will get to that. There is lots to catch up on this week, including the big game. Alan or uh, er, Jason Kelsey, not Alan from The Hangover, but Jason Kelsey. Uh, our favorite PGA event, the Waste Management Open. Caitlin Clark about to make women's basketball history and potentially all college basketball history when all is said and done with her career this year. And other important sports stories from the past two weeks. Before we get into that, first, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Season peace, Paulo peace. Creed. rest in peace
3: yeah thank you chubs
0: so uh thanks again as everybody to always interacting with our content on the socials make sure you get in there see what's going on we'll see we're not sure what's going to happen over the past month but you can follow us at sports gym muff on instagram and twitter Sports stuff w forward slash Jim Amerson Muff on Facebook on YouTube subscribe comment great review poke like, Tickle get the bell on ding 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 so bing,
3: I b- I mean you did hint at it are we are we going to continue are we taking a little break over the next month and coming back in March for the March
0: Madness or is it still tentative I think it's still tentative see see where things things are falling. See what kind of news we have to to chat about. Gotcha. I think that's really what this comes down to is there's a lot if there's enough going on for us to chat about. We'll we'll do something. Gotcha. We'll stay we'll stay relevant somehow some way. Gotcha. You're not. Daytona's next week. Things
2: that are relevant.
3: Turn left.
0: Turn left many times.
2: Yeah. How, Actually, how,
3: many times this they, week?
0: how many times yeah. do they turn left Jim? Oh. Isn't
2: it 500? Four. Three. three four no. a lap. Four a lap. And 500 miles.
3: It's two, but I think it's a two mile track. It's 250 so, times four. Thousand lefts. A thousand. Thousand lefts. One of these laps. times
1: they go with them and say, all right, guys, we're going in reverse. Everybody's doing right turns today.
0: Oh, we're at. Ah, that'd be wild. That would require a whole lot of vehicle shuffling. This is the race, though,
3: that, like, this is the, the one. This is the one where I tend to drink, and only beer. And I drink at Rex. So, and I bet on this one. I
0: drink at Rex. I like it. <laughs> uh, only during the big ones. Let's get into Super Bowl 57. Burp, as so before,
3: before, I, I don't. I'm going to take over for a minute, Muff. I'm not going to let you a deep dive and get into all the things. I genuinely want to know. Don't give me any details. I would just want off the cuff reaction when I say the words. What did you think of the Super Bowl? Like, what is your generalized reaction to that statement? Go.
2: Good game.
0: Good game. Okay. Muff.
1: Exciting at the end.
3: Okay. Nate.
1: First half, dud. Second half, lived up to the hype. Okay. Okay. Jim, See, Jim,
3: I would agree with all those statements. I would say all that. I can tell you that the fanfare in Columbus, and I would generally say like TikTok, Twitter, was disappointment.
0: Well, you just said once you reach 30, you're preparing to die, so I feel like you live in a different algorithm than the rest of us. <laughs>
3: could be. Could be. But and plus
0: you're in Columbus, so everything's always falling.
3: <laughs> right, exactly. But I was I was glad that the three of you had the same feeling I had because I was with you guys.
2: Yeah, no, and I mean, if you'd asked me that at halftime, I'd have been like, eh, boring. But my lasting impression will be the end of that game. Sure. Not.
0: Oh, so in... Travis and Taylor were on the field. Alex,
3: was that going to be a memory you hold on that forever?
2: Is that going to be? You going to take that picture? No, no. In your mind. I left, I left before I had to watch it, so I would be driving home and couldn't. Could so watch you could it. shake it off. Shake it off. <sighs> your pains in my asses. Uh,
0: the Chiefs do win twenty-five to twenty-two in overtime. Before the game even started, we had Post Malone with the performance Post. of. What did he sing? America, America's beautiful, something
2: like that. America's beautiful. So, what do we think? What do we think about post-performance?
3: Probably the most musical of the bunch, besides Reba.
2: Really get to listen to it because um, my dad kept saying, "Do you know who this guy is? This guy. What's wrong? What's on his face? You know who this guy is." So I didn't really get to focus on his performance. I was. I'm not like a huge post
0: Malone fan overall, but I I enjoyed his his rendition. Well, yeah, from what I heard, it sounded good.
3: I wasn't mad about it.
0: All right, and then we had Reba doing the national anthem, which was controversial because of her second singing of the word "brave" to put, putting it over the ninety second mark.
3: But everybody knew it was going to go long. Like the word on the street was, "Old oh, Reba going to go long."
1: I don't know. At first, she seemed like she was going to fly through it.
2: We had a, a laugh. There was like this African American girl that sang the song before Post Malone, and I—I I feel bad. I don't know who it was because again, my family was doing all their stuff, and I wasn't paying super a lot of attention. My pap turned mm-hmm. around and like he's like, "Oh, who is that?" And my brother looked at him dead serious and it was just like, "Reba McIntyre." He's like, "Really." <laughs> and we just died. Like it's like you just he has no pop culture, like whatever. And I right. was like, "What do you think about it, Pap?" I'm like, "You know Reba the show?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "That's Reba McIntyre." He's like, "Oh." He's like, "Well, that's not her." We're like, "Yeah, yeah, we know."
0: It's uh, Andre Day.
2: Oh, okay. Lift up your voice and sing. It's a that's the song. Tra- traditional like African American spiritual. I, I knew it had something to do with that, and my bad for not being.
3: I like how Muff, our guy. Knows what's up. Thank you, Muff.
2: He does. That's why I said I apologize for not
0: being culturally Oh, he's gonna know.
3: give us a rendition. Get it. <laughs> I
0: don't know much outside of the uh the course of that, so my man. So yeah, we had all that that fanfare before the game even started. Uh I think the game started a little after time. Scheduled, a minute or okay. two late. Uh, we You about... don't
3: have anything about SpongeBob in the notes.
0: I didn't have anything about the Nickelodeon broadcast because I did not watch uh the SpongeBob uh rendition of what song was it? Uh,
1: oh, uh, so you didn't watch I'll... it either, and you're the one that's got kids. Sweet,
3: sweet victory,
0: yeah. yes, bittersweet victory, or whatever it is.
3: I, I clicked over, so at, to be real blunt. Both my kids watched the entire Super Bowl, which to get them to sit down peacefully and watch a Super a football game was hard yeah. all season. But Taylor Swift bought them in. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Um, but I flipped over to be like, all right, these kids have watched the whole first half on regular. Like maybe I should let them,
0: yeah, like
3: hit it down for them. And I made it through one series of spongebob and patrick and my oldest was like this is stupid <laughs> i was like yeah and my four-year-old was like dad turn it back this is bad <laughs> i was like all right like the crowd has it
2: so <laughs> i've never been more proud in my life yeah but so they were would rather listen to tony romo
0: oh,
3: surprisingly <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> Did they I, hear I did, him try to sing it was better than like Nickelodeon had a walking lobster on the field during the plays and it was literally pissing off my kids like dad the lobster doesn't belong on the field and it was like I know guys it's Nickelodeon <laughs> I'
1: say I also saw a clip too where they showed Dora and boots talking about what a false start was I
0: also watched that clip and the holding penalties Swiper
3: no,
1: Swiper, no holding. I had to laugh at the one part two when they showed, I think it was McCaffrey's fumble. And then Patrick Starr goes, you have to firmly grasp it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that is a good one. I was watching with someone who's very uneducated in the world of what football is and what is not. And I was like, that that right there was, that was a sack. They're like, oh, was that a foul? And I was like, no, no, that's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So, yeah, we talked about the lackluster first half. Um, unless you're a defensive enthusiast, as Andy Reid would say, how about that D, baby? I liked it. I was I was a fan of it. What, do you feel like you're watching Iowa? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but still a more points. Bit. Still more points than Iowa would have been a part of in the first half. Absolutely. Um, we did have Dre Greenlaw's Achilles injury. While coming it, onto the field after a punt.
3: It was the turf.
0: I don't I don't, uh, uh, I don't think we can just, attribute this one to the weird. Turf
2: It was the turf, I'm telling you. I think it's just embarrassing that it happened that like it's like not even the game. I shouldn't say embarrassing, maybe even, just like it's sad. unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah, that's no, a good one.
3: I agree with you though. I think there is some form of embarrassment for him, whether it's valid or not. Yeah. The fact that like he was trying to get out there and like, oh shit, I broke myself and I didn't even it wasn't even in a play. I think yeah I'd be like, this sucks.
2: Yeah, you know I think I, this I would is? be embarrassed if it happened, is what I mean. Not like it's embarrassing, like, wow, he's an idiot. Right. Yeah. I think this is the revenge of Big Dom from Philadelphia. Dre mm.
0: Greenlaw was the guy that got into it with Big Dom and got him kicked out of yeah, games for the true. rest of the season. I big, think it's the turf. I think it's Big Dom striking back and we Kicking just don't know how. Turf. I blame the turf. I'd like to have an educated opinion on why the turf did this, Jim. Turf reached up
3: and grabbed him. Hilltoppers.
0: <laughs> turf. It's turf. Uh in the first half, we also had a field goal record set and then reset. Yeah. Jake Moody hit a what, what was Moody's fifty five or fifty six and then Bucker did fifty seven? I
1: think it was 55. yeah, fifty five 55, then
0: talk yep, 55, 57. Talk about the shortest Super Bowl record ever. Right. Uh, also, mm-hmm. in the first half, we had Taylor Swift
2: chugging some wine.
0: Was that wine?
2: I, I guess it was wine. I, I know. It was beer. You know what? In that, champagne. I was I Team know. Taylor in this situation. Like, let her live her life.
0: Who else was there? There's Blake Lively. There It was Taylor. There was Ice Spice. I don't know who Ice I. I, saw, I know who Spice is now, but there was one other person that I didn't see anybody talking about, and I have oh, no idea who it was. Uh, the blonde. It was another blonde that was sitting beside Taylor Swift. Yeah, I just don't know who it is. But anyway, uh, if somebody can figure that out. I was just curious because, like, this probably
3: was on point.
0: Yes, for her, she was mouthing f words, and I'm sure that was great influence for your children.
3: Hey, yeah. great influence for me, bud.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> uh, we had Travis Kelsey committing some uh, geriatric abuse on Andy Reid. Allegedly, are we going
3: to deep dive on this?
0: Uh, what what's there to deep dive on? Oh, Nate! He got intense. Oh, okay. It's only not a non-issue because they won and they can laugh about it afterwards. And and no, they no. don't win,
3: so if there are there is a sect of people.
0: Is this a Columbus thing?
3: No, no, this is an internet thing. Okay. You have uh, psychologists. You have counselors. You have Swifties, a group of Swifties, who are fearful for Ms. Yeah. Taylor Swift, that this is a sign of anger issues and anger management problems for Travis and are saying that this is a problem and think about what happens in their relationship if he's willing to uh, abuse an old man who happens to be his boss.
2: I disagree with this, that theory. I think that there's a big difference between being amped up in the moment of a Super Bowl game and like chest bumping him. And then afterward talking about the fact that you're just worked up and it happened, then like being like, yeah, she he probably beats women too. Because like when I'm in sports game, like mode, I would be like amped up and I probably wouldn't like chest bump at my coach angrily. But I've gotten angry before and not been like, I'm going to go home and beat a woman.
3: That's the jump that's being made. And it's not just one, like there is a large sect of people that's saying red flag, red flag. I'm not aware, saying it's Taylor. a good
2: look, I'm but I don't think it's like a sign that she's gonna get like abused.
3: And they're going back so far in the season to say, like, remember that time he threw his helmet? Same thing. Taylor, beware. Now they neglect to say, like, do we remember when he did throw his helmet and then Andy chest bumped him? Yeah. like that is their relationship we're very much trying to cancel Travis so that he breaks up with Taylor and we're going down that road but it's a it's a big deal I mean for 15 minutes of fame
1: you know this has such a strong impact on my life Jim I don't know how I'm going to deal with it I know I know
3: yeah. but the algorithms
1: I don't know how I'm going to sleep anymore I know.
0: Worrying about Taylor Swift's well being. Yeah, I know. The
3: madman.
0: Madman. Uh, then we got into the halftime show. Oh, here's some other stories. For Usher, you. Alicia Keys, Lil John, and Luda. Luda. Luda.
1: Was that Will I Am in the mask? Yeah. On the thing?
2: And I guess that girl's name is H E R. Like it's her. Yeah, her. Her, yeah. her was on there as yeah. well. I forgot about that. I kind of didn't watch all of this. So. First off.
3: off, first off, Luda looks like he was a member of the dodgeball team, uh, with Ben Stiller.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Alicia Keys, hot damn!
1: God, that girl yeah. What do you on. what do you think her husband thought of that performance? <laughs> I, I don't really give a shit. I know what I thought of it. Break me off a piece of that.
0: Wait, say that again.
3: Break me off a piece of that.
0: Okay. That bar.
3: Like fine wine. Alicia's my girl. Reach, But so Megan
1: the Stallion was your girl.
3: Also my girl. But like
2: <laughs> There's room for more than one.
3: Megan the stallion, you don't bring home to the parents. Alicia, you can bring home to the parents.
1: So are you calling Megan the Stallion a side hoe? Yes. Jesus. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> kind of tired, Tur- me, turn turn down for what, little John? Shots, all. I thought he
3: was good. I thought he was good. I thought
1: the halftime show was good. I enjoyed it.
0: How about whenever Usher took his shirt off, which apparently was a prop
1: bet? Well, how about whenever during that same bit? Did you see how bad he was sweating?
0: He was. It was rough. He gets it.
1: I mean, he gets after it. He's he's no spring chicken. He's like. But this was like a ten or fifteen minute performance, and it looked like he just got out of the damn ocean.
3: Bold move on the roller skates, too bold yeah. move.
2: I thought that a little bit. There's a chance that could have gone south.
3: That a lot of people bitching about the sound quality
0: about the voice Usher's voice or just generally.
3: Generally the quality of sound across the board blaming the engineering of the Super Bowl team of the halftime show.
1: Whether it's just the people watching it from home or the people watching it live.
3: I think both, but very strong on the TV side
1: I had no problems with mine
3: I didn't either Which I, So I didn't really understand Like, But,
1: whatever The only thing that I don't like About these kind of performances though Which I get, it, everybody does it Is I don't like when the performers Like track is playing in the background And you can still hear the vocals Like if I'm yeah. going to go to a show And watch person live I want to hear them, not the pre-recorded shit
3: Yeah, I agree I agree. I think we should have seen more Alicia Keys. Think it would have enhanced the performance.
0: Well, I don't think they really get paid much. Right? I don't think they get paid much to do these shows. I think they they account on the residual income and well, the bump.
3: I, yeah, Usher dropped an album too.
0: Right. Like so his, he's getting
3: of, all kinds of plays.
0: Yeah. So that's that's what it is. But uh I've I've only heard overall positive things about halftime right and this was at least for jim and i this was aimed directly at
2: our demographic well and that's the thing like we we're talking about it's it, i think that like even me and nate's demographic i think we cover that span of like okay nate now we're in like late elementary school middle school when we start kind of getting into like pop music mm-hmm. but, and you guys were at that age where you are into it you know what i mean so there is i think a, a spectrum of people but it seems like every year people have been ripping on the halftime show for the last few years, and this year it seems like more positive for the first time in a while. So, like my mom was even into it singing along. Yeah, Ooh. my dad said he liked the second half. He's like, once they started dancing into the roller skates, like he enjoyed the like performance performance aspect of it. Like he's yeah. like, I don't like the music; it's not my thing. But the first half, he was like, well, I was kind of bored. And he was entertained. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you not yet entertained? Oh entertain
0: getting into the third quarter where we had a streaker or at least a partial streaker. He tried to do so I, I found a, an
3: in-depth close up picture. He tried to do the uh G string bikini streaker thing couldn't get his pantalunes
1: off <laughs> and then just maybe you should and- do that before you jump the so now, now you're, you're stuck
2: just stuck in a jail cell with a bunch of tough guys and you're wearing a G string.
3: Yeah, but with with your shorts on, it looks funny. People be like, "What the hell did you do, you idiot?"
0: It was funny. We're planning here. It's funny well, here. Like Romo talk about like Romo was like, "And hey, we got a streaker." I know I'm not allowed to talk about it, but there is one.
1: There is one. Well, like Muff said in the one video we saw, as soon as the guy slid down, he immediately put his hands behind his yeah. back. Yeah, he <laughs> knew
3: it was up. He's like, "There's no reason for to fight this."
1: Taste. I'm not going to let you, James Harrison. Me, just take me out.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't want the taser here. Just we're good. I've done my yep. piece. I've I've
0: had my three to five seconds of fame and we're done.
3: I don't understand the streaking like premise. Like did somebody pay him to do it?
1: Probably, because you know there's a prop bets, is there gonna be a streaker. So, like, he probably, hey. so he probably told all his friends, bet big and I'll be the one to do it. Just give me a cut of the money.
3: Oh well. So, which one of us would be the streaker, and which one of Alex? us is like,
2: yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair.
1: We get him drunk sorry,
0: enough, you mm-hmm. would do it. Sorry, bud. I
2: feel like you 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 win the cake. <laughs> you would do it. the, cake the, for the cake on this one. Yeah. Enough enough latte's. There we that's go. Uh,
0: overall, in this game, obviously we know the outcome. Special teams had a big big role as we had the two long field goals. We had overall great punting performances, good specialist situations aside from the turnover on the Kansas city punt that actually hit one of the 49ers uh, blockers. And then Raymond cloud tried to make a, a play on it uh, to prevent the turnover. And he just created even more of an issue. So I think that was one of the turning points in this game. We also had a blocked, Point after, which may have been the deciding factor in this game yeah. over time. Yeah. I mean, at least by the score, right? You can say that point did it. You never know how things are going to play out after that if things are different, but definitely on the scoreboard, it makes sense. So uh, we get into overtime after uh, the Chiefs find their way uh, from double digit points down, which in every one of their Super Bowl victories, they have been down by at least 10 points in these three Super Bowls in the Patrick Mahomes era. Uh, And then we have the explanation of the overtime rules to the world.
3: Well, before we go there, like if you don't want somebody to say it's rigged, right, stop banging it into our heads that the Chiefs make these 10-point comebacks. How many freaking times are you going to say, well, they always make a comeback, and they make a 10-point comeback, 10-point comeback, 10-point comeback. Like, eventually, you go, we get it. They're going to make a comeback.
0: You want me to give like you it's a, in the script. You want me to give you an even better stat or interesting stat, Jim? Sure. In the three Chiefs Super Bowl wins, they have had zero offensive holding calls.
3: See what I'm saying? You see? Ridiculous.
0: Ridiculous. So, we have the explanation. Hey, we're starting the game over which is pretty much the best explanation I think you can get about what this looks like. Um, And each team will get to possess the ball unless a defensive touchdown happens on the first possession, right? That's the, that's, that's the goal here. Um, The 49ers win the toss and choose to take the ball first, which Cal Shannon has been getting some, uh, some blowback from. What do we think about this decision, regardless of what the outcome was of the justification of we want to be able to have the ball third and win the game. If that's what this comes down to.
1: When he first live decided to go on offense first, I'm like, why? And then the later on, like you said, thinking, okay, if we score, they score and we're tied. Now the next score wins and it's our ball that I completely understand. I never thought of that, but at right. the same time, it's, after I thought about it again, it's like your defense was just out there for the game-tying drive for so long, you need to get them a break. So I'm like, okay, now I get it. that yeah, was. I the think there's some that, game-
2: that was the theory my dad and I came up with was rest your defense. Right. And this and people were trying to liken
0: this to the college game, and, and it's not the same because you're not starting at the 25, right? You actually right. have to drive the ball. It's actually in the regular course of action of the game.
1: Well, and I, I, saw-, I saw people too that were confused – they're like, oh my gosh! Of course the Chiefs score with like three seconds left. It's like, no, if they don't score there. We keep playing.
0: Yeah, it's like, a it goes to, to overtime. Wide- to overtime quarter two.
1: Right. I don't even know why they even put a game clock up there. It's irrelevant.
3: I we should just do the college football overtime. Like, let's just do that. A lot more exciting. A lot easier for the fan to understand.
0: Well, we don't want the college football overtime now. Well, you go for two after three possessions.
3: Yeah, I do. The,
0: you it's do it off. in the NFL? Yes. Oh, yes. I firmly disagree. You want the you Super rather, Bowl to be you, you want the Super Bowl be decided by three yard plays.
1: Yes. I would rather be decided by that than just watching them keep going drive after drive after drive.
0: So are Jim and Nate, are you both on uh in the NHL playoffs of shootouts? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. and this is why jim doesn't like baseball right there i think we've hit the nail on the head um other thoughts on the the whole overtime situation um the 49ers not necessarily kicking the field goal and not going for it on fourth down do we have any issues there i'm assuming not. no
1: because you, you got to take the points because you, you know if you get a stop you win right yeah
0: and then yep. Patrick Mahomes that does, does what Patrick Mahomes does
1: I you know I've heard
3: that narrative a little bit I don't necessarily agree I kind of put this one in Andy Reid's hands like that was a great play to draw up
0: which corn one dog. corn dog are you talking about like the fourth down call no, third the down call like
3: that was a that was a good play to draw up the whole motion everything I thought that was that was smart
0: well, it's, like, it's it's not a new play for them.
3: But, I mean, like, they hadn't, I thought that was the right call for the right time for, I I, I was thinking Kelsey the entire time. I, I was like, oh, this is going to, if they're going to put it somewhere. Right. And then to, to not was shocking as all shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, even to the guy who caught it, he's like, I blacked out.
0: Yeah, he did say that. Uh, so yeah, Patrick Mahomes does, does this thing ultimately gets that MVP, but, uh, Brock Purdy still had a solid game. There's been a lot of discussion about Brock Purdy throughout the entire year. How do we rate and discuss Brock Purdy in year two? Let's not forget this in year two of his career, um, performing the way he has. And do we consider him a, an elite quarterback, a great quarterback, or just top 10 at this point?
1: I I wouldn't say way more elite. I mean, when you think of the qualities of some of these top tier quarterbacks, when you look at Mahomes, you look at a Burrow, you look at an Allen, a Jackson, they bring a certain dynamic that you really have to prepare for. With Brock, there's nothing that's like okay, you've got to limit him out, like inside the pocket, you can't let him extend plays. But that's just not who he is. Like he's just your stereotypical old school pocket passer. But he's very good at what he does.
3: He fits inside that system well. Hey, he's there to do the job that this the system's built for. I Dan Patrick kind of was like championing him while the rest of the guys on that show were kind of saying he was mid. I'm with Dan Patrick. He did the job. Like he's
1: I would say he's good on the way to great. Mm-hmm. See, I, I'm not to the point where if I'm a defensive coordinator, I fear Brock Purdy. Now, I fear Patrick Mahomes because if you don't contain him, he's going to extend plays and make the big-time throws or he's going to run for a first down here or there. So think I felt like-, like
3: the 49ers defense kind of showed the world how to play Patrick Mahomes.
1: Right, and they had spotted that a couple of times with Bosa saying he didn't There were a couple of times where he lost contain, but whenever he did, he didn't let Mahomes step up and make a throw. He pushed him to the sideline.
3: Yeah, I I thought that was – I didn't think Patrick Mahomes was – I didn't think he was the MVP. I thought the 49ers' defense was fantastic at keeping him – they played the game plan they wanted to. that, That last drive,
1: Patrick Mahomes was good.
0: He was good. What? He was
1: great, Jim. Well, if you if you he's couldn't elite. give it to him, Jim, who would you have given the MVP to if it couldn't have been the Yeah. Who? Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's I'll no
1: that.
0: I mean, there there was. I don't think there were any hundred-yard receivers. Pacheco yeah. didn't have a great game. There were no multiple no. touchdowns. Yeah, but he's the only <laughs> one that makes sense.
1: I don't know yeah. if Pacheco even went a uh, hundred yards uh, combined. I think uh, McCaffrey might have been the only one in the game that had over 100 all-purpose yards.
0: Yeah, yeah, McCaffrey was the—I would say—aside from Mahomes,
2: the best individual performance. Well, and I think that that is the like. I think that Mahomes won it by elimination, not necessarily by standing out.
3: Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Cowher might have said it at the end like the 49ers didn't play bad they 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 lost a great game but they could have beat anybody that day besides the Chiefs like that's what makes that what makes really all-time well. teams right they played really really well for
0: that a, game a losing a losing super bowl effort yeah um yeah.
1: Best team doesn't always win. It's a team that makes the least mistakes.
0: Yes. Well, right in yeah. the 49ers, McCaffrey fumbled in the red zone. They had the the punt situation. So mm-hmm. the there's, blocked PAT. Blocked PAT. So there's there's didn't three score things off that of that the Mahomes did.
1: interception. Yep. It's three things. And some
3: that... and some odd injuries at weird times. Kittle right. had to go to the back. Debo was out for a little bit. That hurt uh Greenlaw. Yeah. Um, so shit didn't break their way, is basically how I'm saying yeah. how I'm putting it.
0: Yep. Yeah. And last for the Super Bowl, are we experiencing history with this dynasty that is uh at this point it is brewed and we're seeing how far it's going to go in Kansas City.
3: So I thought about this. I by definition, probably. Is it like the Patriots? <sighs> There's always a question mark with the Chiefs. Like they, they haven't solidified it for me. Like
0: three and five years doesn't solidify it for you.
3: I understand, and I trust me, I question that myself. I'm being completely honest. And when you when you compare it to the Patriots, you were like Tom Brady and Belichick. Yes, when you look at Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, there's still that like
2: Travis Kelsey.
3: I'm talking about just the pairing, right? Mm -hmm. I get they have other weapons. And I, Travis Kelsey's a bad. No, episode, I know, but I, I think,
2: but or, oh, so you're because paci- I see more the pairing that makes sense to me is the Brady Gronk, Mahomes Kelsey.
3: Would you put all three of those? Like, would you put Belichick, Brady Gronk against Patrick, Kelsey, Andy Reid? Are they equal?
2: I don't know if they're equal yet, but they and are. That's where I'm at. Competitive. Well, Mahomes well, statistically
0: never- is above Brady,
1: hey, right? Well, well, looking at it now, I mean, you think how long Brady, Gronk, and Belichick were able to do it? Mahomes is still in his like mid to late 20s, so he still got time. But I mean, three and five years and five straight conference finals—that's uh, okay. But, but all of us alike. have
3: said the same thing. We're all going. There's still time. None of us have said they are equal.
1: No,
4: we, not. we all
3: because consider we the Patriots. Brady United and Belichick.
1: In- Brady and Belichick had set that bar so high that I don't know if it's attainable over the next 10 to 12 years of his career. Yeah. I also, are pace,
3: we saying that that is, the, that is the upper echelon? But at this you pace...
1: You can still right, be a dynasty. Yes, at this pace Go right back. now, i are going to exceed that.
3: I but think now,
0: they are a, they are a year dynasty year. right now. Yeah. That's, That's what I'm saying, so Bob. You buddy. can
3: be a dynasty and not
0: be the Patriots. They are the dynasty that this generation will remember
3: which is exactly what i just said you could be a dynasty and not be the patriots
0: and not be better than the patriots
3: right either way for now putting hairs
0: for now for now we still yeah, have time okay. we still have time I and i say- think
3: people like me and you who are older are going to always have it's the same lebron versus jordan our dynasty in our minds at least it's for me are the patriots the I th- sure sure In my mind, it's the Patriots. I think in others, it's the Cowboys. And it's hard for me to say the Chiefs are a dynasty yet. Win next year? Going to be hard to make that argument.
0: They're a dynasty. I don't think there's a question.
3: I'm saying the Patriots. Like, if they win next year, yeah, you're a Patriot-level dynasty for me.
0: How many Super Bowls the Cowboys would in the 90s?
2: The Patriots
3: never win three years in a row. I mean, this is a back-to-back. Right, 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 right. That's where I'm at. Like, Yes, I'll I'll concede you're a dynasty, Patriots level not yet. Win three in a row, Patriots level. Are we going to talk about commercials? Are we just going to glaze over that?
0: Have at it, because commercials. There weren't are, any. That's my point. Exactly. This is we we have reached. I mean, there were there was the Duncan Ben Affleck commercial that I saw some replays of. I mean Ben Affleck and that whole that whole crew, yeah. There's I mean what's what's the value in spending seven million dollars just for the airtime at this point? Whenever you can put it out in so many other
2: ways. That's I the thing. A lot of the ones way. I liked were I like kind of already seen. They were like released early.
1: No, I like the NFL one with OCU Manure at the end. I don't okay. remember that one. You said you didn't see that one?
0: No, I don't. I didn't.
1: It was like that take on NFL Play 60 with all the players. Or Remember how it was last year, two years ago, they were all in the ballroom trying to tackle each other or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It it started off as kind of that, but it was a young kid in I can't remember which African country. I want to say Ghana maybe. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, he runs into OCU Minora, and he's like, listen, this can not only be your dream, but it can be in reality just like it was for me. And they're talking about how they're trying to grow the game internationally. Yes, ma'am, with her hand raised.
4: I have Al- some commercials I wrote down.
2: Oh, great, Alex.
3: The- are we killing you? Like, what's your problem? Oh,
2: yeah, Alex. Sorry, we're boring you. No, I was just kind of stretching my back. Like, I was like letting my like back and neck hang.
3: Jesus, we barely do this anymore, and now you're like disrespecting Nate while he speaks.
2: I'm 30. I'm listening. I heard everything he said. Oh, <laughs> stretching my back. Well, now,
1: now we got a guest who wants
4: to chime in. Have about it? I I wrote down three of my favorite Super Bowl commercials.
3: Go ahead, go. It's your moment.
4: Okay, so I liked the Nerd Cluster Jelly guy that was like dancing and then all the little nerds fell down on him. My mom and I thought it was adorable. I don't remember that one. It was cute. Um, yeah. I really liked the E-Trade baby pickleball. You can't older, tell they me they were
2: funny. funny. I remember those.
3: Yeah, but it's not yeah. as good as the old old school E-Trade babies, but go ahead.
4: But they're so cute. And then and I know Nate will like this one too. The Uber Eats one with your girlfriend.
1: Oh yeah, where something about Uber Eats makes you forget something and Jennifer Aniston forgot yeah. who David Cameron was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Deadpool yeah, trailer. That was funny.
3: Deadpool trailer to get that get that movie in there.
1: The Doritos one was good. They always put out a good commercial.
3: I was very happy we had a Clydesdale commercial. With a puppy, that,
1: that pleased me.
0: With a puppy,
3: all right, Muff, we're good. I mean, you're not. No, a commercial you're guy. the ones who want
0: to talk about it. I, I just you're didn't, not a commercial I,
3: guy. I get it.
0: I didn't tune into them well. I'm, I'm more of the like, hey, why am I going to spend seven million dollars? if I can post something on YouTube or put it on my socials.
1: Well, the big thing was, is did you guys see? It's not pronounced Timu, It's pronounced Temu. Temu. yeah. On that.
4: Teemu right now because my order was supposed to be here and it's
3: still in China it looks like. Yeah, I I always thought Teemu Teemu was a scam.
2: The kids in the sweatshop aren't done with your thing yet.
4: So I thought it was a scam too, but um, <laughs> the stuff's pretty
3: legit. Like
1: commercial said shop like a billionaire.
3: I feel like China's gonna steal all of our info off of Teemu.
0: Yeah, you're on TikTok nine hours a day.
3: You don't know me.
0: <laughs> oh, believe me, I do. You don't know my life. All right. Uh Sam, any other thoughts? Taylor Swift thoughts? Um oh, you,
1: why'd you open that
4: fucking can of worms? No, not really. <laughs> okay, so my sister is not a big sports person.
0: Okay. Is this about Taylor Swift?
4: It is.
1: Okay. Can we get the cliff notes version,
0: please? So okay. she
4: hates Taylor Swift as well. Okay. The Super Bowl the other night, she. Was like, I wish they would just stop showing stupid Taylor Swift. I'm like, they didn't even show her.
0: They did five plus times. Just so we're clear, during okay,
1: the game. Oh, Wait, yeah, in one
0: quarter.
4: But when she said hmm. it, they hadn't even showed her. Okay. And I'm like, you hate Brittany Mahomes too, which I don't really like Brittany Mahomes.
1: I don't think they ever hardly showed her during the game. They showed her. Pre-game. They showed her a
4: lot after.
1: Well, I mean, her husband's yeah, MVP. Other players' families there.
3: Are we going to get to a gist here?
4: Where
0: are you yeah, where are we going with this?
4: Oh, okay, so she hates Taylor Swift. So then yeah, you she, said that already. she's sitting there and she just can't understand the point of football. Okay. Like... <laughs> she does this have stupid? to do
0: with Taylor Swift? I don't think... You, wait still- till well, here.
4: you asked if I had anything else to add. I'm adding something.
1: Well, add point? it.
4: So you guys would be really disappointed and Alex is going to definitely say something to her next time he sees her because... She just thinks that it's really stupid that people are getting a ball and then running with it and then they drop the ball and then they pick it back up and then they start running again. So we might need to give Ashley a lesson in footballisms.
0: Is that your contribution? Is this, uh, this, this wasn't about Taylor Swift at all.
4: You asked if I had anything to add and we will
0: make sure next time not to. (laughs) Sam, you here's, here can be your contribution. Who was all standing next to Taylor Swift? Blake Lively. Blake Spice.
1: There was a blonde girl that we don't know who it was.
0: The yes.
4: blonde, a blonde girl that you don't know. Blake Lively.
1: We know Mively. who
2: Blake Lively is.
4: Well, I need to see a picture, and then I, maybe I can tell you. Because Mama Kelsey was there
3: too. It was not. It Mama wasn't Kelsey. Mama Kelsey. Oh my God, we're not
4: done. Okay. I'm finding a picture.
1: Right. It was like it. It from left to right, looking in the camera view. It was Ice Spice, unknown woman, Taylor, this, and wait. Blake.
0: All right. As Sam's uh, trying to make some uh, legitimate contributions to the conversation, let's get into other news, starting off with the NFL Awards. Before we get into some of the controversial discussions, let's first take a little gander at some of the people that you may not even realize are part of the voting group. So you guys know that Tom Brady actually had a vote for the NFL awards because he is officially a member of Fox Sports. Yay. Tom did what for Fox Sports this year, everybody? Nothing. Yet he got a vote in these awards. Uh, There's a gentleman from Phoenix Radio named Howard Balzer. Boomer Esiason gets a vote, which I think that kind of... I don't
3: understand why you brought up
0: Howard. What's wrong with Howard? He works for Phoenix Radio. So? Definitely a hotbed of NFL thoughts and a major sports outlet. Don't think so. Boomer Siason has one. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. And I think it's very interesting that somebody from Pro Football Focus, actually I think multiple people from Pro Football Focus get a vote, uh, as well as Jim Miller and Rich Gannon, who are the Series XM.
3: I need to understand what point you're driving here. Like the Tom Brady thing I think was interesting, but where are you driving with these others?
0: It's just interesting that these people that I don't, we don't even, I mean, most of these people, this isn't even a list of all of the other names that you probably have no idea who they are. I think it's interesting that we have people voting for these awards that the general populace isn't aware of.
3: Well, what, who would you want to vote for it?
0: People that have played in the NFL that I recognize. But Boomer
3: is on there, and you brought him up as interesting. Why is that interesting?
0: Because I think he was one of the only people from CBS Sports who gets a vote. There's a lot of other people on there that I would not put ahead of him. can and play
3: in in the NFL.
0: So did Jim Miller.
2: That's right.
0: I'm just saying there's uh, – if you want to go down the whole list, Jim, I I can find that. But I I guess I just don't
3: understand what you're highlighting. Also, Alex, I'm sorry that we're fucking boring you.
2: We have an update on on you. You're still on mute answer who is it oh sorry i'm very congested so i keep sniffling and coughing so i've been meeting myself between i said sorry that i'm listening and just leaning back in my office chair you're not engaged i'm listening to your entire thing while you just attack muff who Got is him. it sam
4: ashley avid known it's her longtime friend and stylist
0: okay there's the answer and
4: they met through through a mutual
3: friend, Emma Stone. Well, if she had a vote in this NFL awards, Muff would find that
0: interesting. I would listen. I just don't. I don't know who I expected to be having all these votes, but
1: I don't know. It's Those it's ones. like the Hall of Fame vote for baseball. All these people that are voting shouldn't be voters, right? There's, I guess my question: short, is like, a mm-hmm. lot of them are
0: random ass media people that I just don't understand why that's who we turn
1: to.
3: So would you like the players themselves to vote?
1: I would like some player vote in it.
3: Yeah, why not? Okay. I, I'm just I'm not busting you up because I think you're wrong. I'm busting you up for like what is your solution?
1: That I mean, don't the players get a little bit of a vote on the Pro Bowl too? Like, isn't it a weighted thing?
0: I for yeah, I think it's coaches, I don't know if players get all pro votes. I think the Pro Bowl is coaches and some media members.
1: Like yeah, if you want to give the media people some votes fine, but I think you should weight it between players, media, coaches. Right. This is on the, this is primarily The media. fans
3: have a vote on this. They the should.
1: Output. Same some thing, Just do a weighted average.
3: Yeah. Can somebody ask the dead body over there what he thinks?
2: Nope,
0: not not helping. Well, here we go. Alex Miles Garrett wins defensive player of the year award. And most people are pointing to his pro football focused stats, which have not had any importance in this discussion prior to this year, as many believe, especially in Pittsburgh, that T.J. Watt was the big old snub in this one, as he led all of the typical statistical categories that people point to for defensive player of the year. Literally
2: every single one.
0: Aside from was it rush win percentage? Against those people that are in front of you, Miles Garrett had what, like one or two sacks in his last six games. None in the first
2: playoff game. Who was farther to
3: playoffs? Steelers or Browns?
2: Who? Yes, this isn't about this. Is this is a regular season awards, This is it. Defensive
3: work? Player of Year.
2: Regular well, season okay, awards. Jim. They need to clarify and not vote on it prior to the end of the season. So Miles Garrett, the season, then the, season, then the voting game. should start right now.
1: So Miles Garrett had one more game advantage for his team. I just team asked the player. question. Right, a
0: regular season awards, Jim.
1: Thanks. The getting. But high, still, it's right? like even if it were a Bucks player for me, or if a Chargers player for Jim, no, I mean, no, no. I'm just saying, for the most average fan,
4: well, if you look at your
1: favorite player on your team and you see those kind of numbers, how in the hell does he not get it? Like, what more do you want? Second time this has happened to him.
3: Is it a conspiracy?
0: I'm not saying That's it's conspiracy. Is
3: that what we're saying, are we saying that he's pissed off these interesting voters?
0: All of these statistics that people were reporting towards were, what what was it, win rate? But there was no outcome on the win rate, right? It's like saying, I was able to hit the ball the most times ever in baseball, but I did
2: not have the best average. Yes, but every time I hit it, somebody caught it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously I'm like, still the best because I hit it every time. It's like he had more, like, significantly more, like, tackles, sacks, tackles for loss, fumbles, fumble recoveries. He had an interception. He Yeah, you know I mean, like, I, I don't.
3: But your team was not great.
2: Yeah, but this isn't a team war. This is the defensive player of the year. I don't understand where the team comes into this, Jim. Yeah, this is. I, an, I'm trying to figure out what your
3: argument is here because TJ it, it, Watt led every great. statistical category. TJ Watt
2: led every single statistical category. He deserved to but be. But we're
3: saying that the category. voters voted based on how the team performed?
0: No, the voters were pointing towards, and the media were pointing towards, these pro football focused statistics that have no bearing on the outcomes of the typical statistical categories that people point towards. What were they pointing towards? The win rate versus his opponent, he he more often beat his opponent, which is subjective based on how this is how they were working at it, and that's what people were pointing towards to support Miles Garrett. Even those those win those wins against his opponents or the blockers, and he was double teamed more, did not. The outcome was not tackles, tackles for loss, sacks, at the same rate as TJ Watt. They were pointing at bogus stats, bogus stats. So that why no do we think based.
3: he? Why do we think he was shafted?
0: For, he led every statistical category. I understand what he did. Th- that, is the the so that is the shafting. So I think he was why shafted because he's his asking exactly, you
1: Why? Why? Why
2: was he shafted? No, because they made stupid choices. Because the people. This was Muff's point earlier. Is why you That's just have like, a lot of random people laying in on these awards.
0: And And especially when you have pro football focus has an influence maybe to other media, to other uh, social outlets. Um, That's what I'm worried about is that a statistic Mm. that pro football focus, I'm not going to say they made up, but they have highlighted was so integral in this discussion and they have a voting interest.
3: To what end? So why would they do that? What benefit is it to them? Because now
0: everyone's talking about pro football focus. And the statistic that they're using and saying this is a legitimate stat to support players being evaluated. So
3: they voted for Miles Garrett to legitimize a, their own bogus stat.
0: I mean, obviously, because that was and the that's only. That's what we're that, saying. They did it for. That's the only stat that
2: he was winning in. Literally the only one. Okay. Yeah, every other that's tradition. What I'm asking. If you look on paper at every other like traditional stat, not counting into account the pro football focus, like just normal football stats, TJ Watt was a better player.
3: Did the pro football focus have more voting pool than anyone else?
2: No, I think they had like two. There's no,
0: there's no like smoking gun on uh, from like CBS Sports or anybody that has significantly more votes. It's pretty, I would say it's pretty widespread in that way that they bring in. You see how that
3: debunks your argument then?
0: But pro football focus itself can influence other media very easily. Hey they guys, Tom Brady, get, get on our sizing.
3: side. Mike Florio. They they influence that.
0: I think they could influence Mike Florio very. To easily. what end? To legitimize the stats that they're putting up.
3: Don't they have to then rope him in on it? Like this is flawed argument here.
0: No, it's not. Why? Why are the reasons, Jim? What? What? What would you say is the reason why T.J. Watt didn't win?
3: I, I'm not sure, but like. You've led this down a path of, like, the voters are bogus because, like, they, they're they interesting. The, the I, voters are
0: bogus because the best player statistically did not win, and that's what we usually point towards. In a statistics era, a st- the, st- the statistical leader did not win.
3: But you've called into question people like Tom Brady, Boomer, Siason.
0: I've called into question all of the voters. If you want me to list them all, I can tell you.
3: But these guys have no reason to, to shaft – TJ Watt.
1: I think the big question that we're he's trying to get at but here, Jim, is why would you vote for Miles over TJ given the numbers side by yeah. side?
3: I agree with that, but I don't right. understand like
1: why we're going the vote. Like, so could you make an argument for someone why they voted for Miles over TJ?
0: No, I could not. Then that's why I'm saying something silly is afoot because how can that many people vote for Miles Garrett over TJ Watt?
3: And I'm saying, are you insinuating that people like Tom Brady and Boomer Sison are in on this something silly? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying.
0: I would say four are... players probably not, but the okay. Howard Balzers, the Mike Florio's, the Sam Monson's of the world who have I think more pool or have more votes than the Boomer Esiason, Tom Brady's of the world.
3: Okay. To legitimize a stat that was made up by Pro Football Focus.
0: Correct. And also, Joe Flacco wins Comeback Player of the Year over Demar Hamlin and Baker
1: Mayfield.
3: Got into a huge argument over this. People very much wanted Demar to have this award.
2: Didn't deserve it.
3: I see. I said the same thing. People Football, thought it was heartless, you
2: know, not a life award, right? Not a living award. No, and I really probably would have been a, a Baker over Joe Flacco.
1: You know, I could see that argument. I would have been fine with either Baker or Joe, but the fact that Joe literally came off the couch, showed up in Cleveland, and balled out, absolutely, I have no problem him winning that award.
2: Yeah. I guess if you look at, like, where where are they coming back from? Mm-hmm. But I like if really you look at it
3: from the where they come back from, the people I got an argument with, like, would say, death.
2: Yeah, he came back that. Yeah, but you didn't death. come back and have a great season. and Right, football.
3: but what did he do? He was only dressed for,
1: like, three or four games. That was
3: my argument, and it made me feel heartless.
0: Well, he also, I mean, he he had some mistakes that were very, uh, towards the end of the season for the Bills that had a bearing on uh, some of their games. Like he had a false start penalty on a punt, which is really about the only uh, facet of the game he was really participating in with special teams. So, I mean, it's not like he played, he balled out. No. Nope. So, I mean, I understand that without Joe Flacco doing it, he did, Tamar Hamill's probably going to win. But Joe Flacco was an outlier to everything else that was going on. I concur. So, I'm okay with Joe Flacco winning that. In the golf world, but, so there's
3: not silly. Okay, yep. Go ahead, golf. What wrong. do you
0: think? There's, do you think there's silliness there?
3: I don't understand. Like, to go back to the defensive player, why only silliness for one? Like, wouldn't it be silliness across the board?
0: What? Joe Flacco.
3: I mean, maybe not the comeback player, because that's a feel-good thing. But, like, wouldn't there be other statistical awards that they would lean?
0: Well, I don't know who won all the other
3: awards. I'm going to deep dive this.
0: C.J. Stroud was far and away the winner of the Offensive Rookie of the Year. was. I don't think there was any debate there on who should have won that. So, uh, well, Jim's doing a dive in there. The Waste Management Open in Phoenix does not disappoint on the golf course or off the golf course as Nick Taylor came back on Sunday to win in a playoff against Charlie Hoffman just about the time the Super Bowl started. But the real star, as always, is the par 316th and the craziness. Videos all over the map that continued to come up. Um, you had people mudsliding, people barely able to walk, making it wherever they needed to be, very, very gingerly. Um, and an announcement, I believe this was on Saturday specifically, that they suspended alcohol sales in the middle of the round. That is hilarious to me. We have some final stats looking at some of the, the law force, law enforcement situation. They had 653 calls for service, 54 arrests, 211 ejections and they trespass 73 people all-time highs compared to the last two years in 2021 uh, or in 2022 and 2023. that's wasted at the waist that was uh, were there any specific videos anybody saw just the I one think where... I saw
1: one of a guy ended up at a bunk oh yeah
0: Nate, Alex saw that one the what the guy that ended up in the bunker,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, There's also a guy one. that jumped into the lake. He actually like ran a full hole. He ran 16 and then ran to 17, I
2: believe. <laughs> that one, and then the guy that was walking down the road backward for a while, like he was go like tra- the flow was going forward, and he like couldn't start momentum going the other way again, so he's just like going backward.
0: It was, it was a Kenny Chesney show moment. Yeah, and then he was Terry forward again. And the mud sliding. Saw some people not make the slide successfully. Uh, the fact that you have to suspend alcohol sales is hilarious to me. Like, that's what that's known for. And they're like, not no, guys, you've gone too far. Yeah,
1: seeing videos of this made me think it was like the real life version of like Happy Gilmore versus Shooter McGavin.
0: Yeah. That's it a good indeed point. was. It indeed was. So, yeah, it happened. Uh, Nick Taylor won. Good news to be had. This is the start of, for many, the golf season, as we are only about a month away from the Masters. Moving into the college sports world, Nick Saban is joining ESPN to primarily work as an analyst on game day, but he's also going to make appearances for the NFL draft and for SEC Media Days. How do we like Saban joining the crew, and do we think this is the official end for Lee Corso?
3: it's not the end, but it is
2: the slow tra- transition.
1: Yeah. He's going to start riding off in the sunset here very shortly.
2: Yeah. He's going to, I think that's it. It's going to be like special pop buttons here and there versus,
1: I mean, even though over the past couple of years, like he was sick at home and like, he didn't travel during COVID and has been making as many appearances, but once Lee is finally pushed off the, well, not literally, but, Once he's like pushed off the set, there, I mean, it's going to be so different not seeing the headgear selections and everything we've come to know and love over the past hour of how many years.
3: You'll see Herb Street go too, and you'll see the headset thing go to McCaffrey. McAfee? Yeah, McAfee. I'm sorry.
0: What'd you say with Herb Street?
3: You'll see him leave too when Lee goes.
0: I mean, they definitely have a connection. Um, That's interesting. I wouldn't expect he was him to go.
3: He was thinking about going before. What was he? And Lee Lee talked him into staying.
0: Okay. To go like pursue more of the NFL stuff, or just yeah. to kind of make his own departure.
3: More of the the booth kind of thing.
0: Okay. All right, Jim. Did you find anything interesting?
3: I see your point I, with the voters. I think
0: I know other awards. That's but... what I thought you were looking into.
3: No, I looked at them. I, I'm confused by like. There's the NFL, and there's the AP, and there is some distinction there. I see your point. I can see it a little bit.
0: All right. Time for everybody's favorite discussion. What's happening, Columbus, Jim, as we've had a major hiring for the Buckeyes in their offensive coordinator role? So what's-his-face
3: left, went to Boston College. That's how Bill he treats now. Nah, what's his face? Bill O'Brien, got it. Left after, I think, two weeks of having the job, maybe three. And the sky fell for maybe a day. Maybe a day. Everybody thought Ryan Day was an idiot. What were you doing? And then Chip Kelly from USC or UCLA left the head coaching job. To become the high state's offensive coordinator, and all was right with the world again. Everything was fine.
1: Know. So, Alex and I were saying before you guys jumped on, I was like, I was curious to get your take on this because I feel like this is the kind of splash hire that Columbus direly wanted.
3: Uh, this is definitely a wait and see. This is a wait and see. Who yes. the hell did they want? Oh, no, they wanted him, but this is a this is very much a now it's. Is Ryan Day legitimately going to give the reins completely to Chip Kelly? Chip Kelly was Ryan Day's mentor. All signs point that direction. But now it's a let's see the spring game.
0: We're going to use the spring game as the measuring stick. It's the only measuring stick. I get that.
3: Yes, it's. Buddy, it's like cocaine. We're waiting
1: for the next drug, bud. 26 days?
0: Jesus. I, it's, this is just the Columbus attitudes.
1: How much realistically is he going to get done in 26 days that's going to make Columbus go, oh, yeah, here we go.
0: That oh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, <laughs> it doesn't matter, Nate. It doesn't matter, Nate. The 26-day things means nothing to them. They expect instant results.
1: I It's, think it's cocaine. Gonna be, are they going to go more to, like, the Chip Kelly offensive Oregon where they're going to be so dynamic. Are they going to run more zone read, things like that? I'm just kind of curious to see, especially like week one, week two in the season, which gosh, feels like forever till that happens. But what kind of offense are we going to see? I think it's 200 plus days till football starts.
3: Not, not for me.
0: Well, that's true. I
3: think it's 203.
0: Yeah, we're just yeah. over 200. Let yeah. that one sink in, Alex. Let that one sink in.
2: <laughs> we're I'm in the dark days to watch guys.
3: We're in the dark days. But no, I mean that that's definitely like waiting on the spring game. Spring game will definitely be a holiday in town and we'll see what
0: happens. It'll be the more day of mourning because if the offense doesn't put up 500 points then people are like, "Oh my god, we're not going to win."
3: Well, the conversation. is going to be who? What quarterback's going to play with what starters? Mm-hmm. And then did we get enough of three and four for them to stay? Because the transfer portal's open again. Yeah, and then it's hold your breath until the portal's closed, and then it's then it's then it's dark. The dark days have started for sure.
1: <coughs> I feel because- like the portal at Ohio State is like the Dr Pepper commercial. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. that's
3: the best way to put it that's good. And then once it closes you'll hear it's just darkness sadness and darkness hmm. and then you'll you'll hear the whispers
0: and then we get can we get excited late july early august
3: yeah that's when the whispers camp will open as soon as camp open, camp is legit like the town moves
0: all right and everybody's excited
3: yeah, and life we, is back.
0: Because we can win and nobody's showed us that we could that we're anybody can beat us yet. Right? So right. it's all positive. Every, until that, until that first game, until that first game, we're like two plays out of a hundred in the game, they don't do well. And it's like, ah, oh, we were perfect. So it's yes. back to the drawing board, everybody.
3: Like you would think right now that it is snowed blizzards, all flowers in life is dead. And then as soon as camp kicks back, I mean Ohio state fans is like Ohio weather. Spring game is like false false spring. Like, <laughs> oh, summer. And then spring game's over and everything's dead again. Summer we all hate it cuz we're miserable, everybody leaves town and then that August hits. And the spring flowers or the flowers bloom and everything's great.
0: Is is Punxsutawney Phil's uh prediction have any bearing on Columbus's mood? No. Because it's not all about the, it's the spring game. it's it? Yeah. Not spring coming early. It's the spring game. Yeah. Spring does not happen until the spring game occurs.
3: Valentine's Day is a big deal in Columbus for some reason. Like,
0: Does it mark three weeks until the spring game? <laughs> <laughs> is that why? It's, but like it's every man,
3: every man, like people talk like, hey, don't forget tomorrow's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Don't forget. It's the kindest you'll see is the February 13th. Where everybody's telling
1: everybody not to forget about tomorrow.
0: Hey, happy Valentine's Day, everybody!
1: So you think it's one of Ryan Day's favorite days tomorrow, because all the focus is on Valentine's Day and not
0: what's What's going on? on Probably.
1: That's what it is.
0: It's it's focusing the attention away.
3: The big thing is how I say basketball sucks. Men's basketball sucks so bad that nobody's really talking about football right now.
0: And that is that a problem too?
3: Oh, it's great. What if, they
0: were, what if they were doing really well? Wouldn't that be positive?
3: That would be bad for Ohio State football.
0: Right. Why would it be bad? Because they're not talking about them? Because we're not because it's like, well, why are all the other teams good and you're not?
3: They're not playing. It doesn't matter. This
0: is outrageous. All right. Yeah. And so yeah, the... And
3: why aren't you like the why aren't you like the basketball team?
0: What, who wins in the regular season and loses in the tournament? Yeah, right. I mean, I think this is a very good correlation and parallel. Uh, yeah. In other football news, Dan Quinn becomes the head coach for the Washington Commanders, leaving his Dallas defensive coordinator job and Jerry Jones. feel like this is a good move, good good hire?
2: Um, yeah, sure. Give him a chance, see how it goes.
1: I mean, I don't know who else was left out there than maybe Vrabel, who they thought they were going to go get.
0: Yeah, well, they had the enemy sitting right there, right. I feel like yeah. this at this point, especially with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl again, I feel like the enemy may have been riding some coattails to greatness.
3: I don't like that narrative, but what are you going to do? It's not. I, I don't. I don't
0: like the narrative either, but I mean, the the proof is in the outcomes here. Is it? Well, yeah, that, I think you,
1: well, Yes, that you knew with a brand new regime of owners, they weren't going to keep everybody. They were going to clean house and bring in who they wanted.
0: Oh, I agree. I mean, the enemy's not staying, correct? No.
1: Dan Quinn already said he is not going to be retained on staff.
0: Right? I mean, there's, there's got to be something that we don't know about the enemy. Uh, and I don't know what it is. It, it may not be like nefarious, but maybe it's how he functions within this coaching environment and this team environment. I have no idea. But he's not getting any love, that's for damn sure. Uh Cliff Kingsbury ends up with the Commanders as their OC, not the Raiders as was first being reported.
3: That's odd.
0: Hey, there was a lot. There's some hit pieces out there on Cliff Kingsbury and everything that led up to this and his performance and what it looks like over the past two or three years after he was let go in the cart. For The Cardinals, so there's I don't think there's a lot of people on Cliff Kingsbury's side right now.
3: I don't think this is a good fit. I thought the Raiders was a better fit for him.
1: There's
0: starts- I, think he,
1: I think there's more of an opportunity with Washington, new coaching staff. You're going to have a lot of cap space to potentially bring in some free agents. Number two, with that pick. Coach that's been there, or done it before. Where Antonio appears to me is still in that you got to kind of prove it phase. I mean, he was an in interim for how many games last year? I don't know.
0: Say six. I don't know. And they have the number two overall pick. So there's always a spec. There's already a speculation about are they going to try to move up to get Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams. Yep. So there's a lot that goes on there, too. The Seahawks hired Mike McDonald. I don't think we talked about this before uh, to end their head coaching search. Mike McDonald coming over from the Ravens.
3: What's the outlook for Geno there, Alex?
2: Uh, I mean, as far as I know, roll with him. There it is. I mean, that's, <clears throat> I don't think that they have anyone ready to jump into his spot. So, yep. And, and for I, the Chargers, Jim, really to lose that spot unless they got a really young.
3: Oh boy. What, what just happened? Alex was talking.
2: I thought Alex I think was done. cut out for him. I thought Alex was done. Alex was done. No, it just, I think it froze over me finishing for you and you okay. first, but we're good. I just said that. Uh, I don't see Gino getting kicked out of the spot unless someone really remarkable came along younger and could do it.
0: And for Jim, the Chargers have an offensive coordinator, coordinator Greg Roman and a passing game coordinator and Marcus Brady uh, solidifying. I think Jay Harbaugh has also joined the staff uh, for Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Jim, do you have any updates on your fandom sale and uh, are there, have there been any suitors? Has anybody made any interesting offers?
3: I have not had any new suitors, I will say that much, and I'm my my fandom is still on the market. Uh am still debating. I I have a hard time with this. I'm still struggling.
0: What so? What are the what are the current offers on the table?
3: The Browns. That's
0: about it. I mean, we've yes. offered the Steelers.
3: The Steelers, yeah. I gotta be fair. The Steelers are still out there.
0: Is Nate offering the Bucks up? Or does he not want your your bad NFL juju?
3: Uh, Nate, this is not disgusting.
1: Nate? I mean, I'm not going to peer pressure anyone into being a Baker Mayfield fan.
0: I
3: feel like that's that's good. Thank you, Nate. <laughs> I appreciate you.
0: I mean, Alex, you going to go for the Seahawks too? Little Gino, Jim's not going to go for the Seahawks because he's not going to cheer for a West Virginia quarterback. But
2: you can make a statement. Mm, I don't feel passionately enough about the Seahawks as a team. Um, I feel passionately about Geno Smith as a player. So that's what I would be marketing for.
3: So the Seahawks uh, are a viable option for me for okay. the Seattle. Uh,
2: yeah, that's true.
3: Contention that Even keep
2: Seattle all
0: Super things, yeah, you know, make a whole
3: thing, man, Seattle Super Sonics came back. I
0: <laughs> I mean, they exist, they're like just that. Oklahoma City now.
3: But if it was a team, I think I, that would be an easy pick for me.
0: What about the Raiders? Um,
3: so here's I thought about that during the Super Bowl. Here's the thing, they are the Chargers enemy, like rival. I could do that, but I think then, this like, is
0: going full heel.
3: I could. And I've I'm thinking about it. So like it's on the table. But man, that'd be like committing a sin. I don't know. Here's what else I thought about, right? What if Harbaugh gets the Urban Meyer treatment?
0: He's already been in the NFL, he's not going to.
3: But what if he
0: knows how to exist in the NFL? Urban Meyer did not.
3: He did not.
0: There's the difference. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Jim Harbaugh knows how to be in the NFL. Urban Meyer didn't.
3: Can a man dream?
0: You can. But would you then go back to the Chargers? I think. I think so. So as long as Jim Harbaugh is there, you're no longer a Chargers fan. But once he leaves, you can go back? I can go back. I feel like this is. This is no no good. I don't like this. All right. you, once you're gone, you're gone. You're gone. Like, like a freight the freight train. When
1: does the fandom transfer portal end? I think I
3: think the Hall of Fame game.
0: Okay, so you you give yourself some time. I like it. Yeah. All right. Also gives you a lot of time to like pick a good team. And see that I struggle with this too. Get through right? the draft. I I think getting through the draft is a good idea. Drafting some free agency.
3: Like yeah. what happens if I pick the Chiefs? Then then I'm going to hear about it.
0: Yeah, you're a bandwagon. We, we love Taylor Swift. We know.
3: Right. Because I thought about that to bust on Alex. Like, I'm a Chiefs <laughs> fan. I am officially pro Swifty.
2: No. Like, you can't do that now. Too late.
3: Too late. I'm too late on that. So I don't know. I'm hurting. Right.
0: TBD. If anybody's got any offers for Jim, let us know. Please. The Steelers hire Artie Smith as their offensive coordinator coming from the Falcons. Um,
2: Alex, how are we feeling about Arthur Smith coming in to Pittsburgh? I'm okay with him. I'm okay with it. Let's do it, see what happens. I don't feel like he, I don't feel strongly enough about him to be like, wow, I'm so excited, or wow, this is a terrible pickup. So I'm just going to let it play out and see how he does.
0: I think we're going to see a lot more traditional run situations and not the. Zone read out of the shotgun, so I think that's good. of have rele- released Mitch Trubisky, Presley Harvin III, and offensive lineman Chukwuma Okorafor to save ten million plus in the cap. And for next year, uh, many are speculating Justin Fields. I just hope they continue to develop the offensive line.
3: Wait, speculating Justin Fields goes yeah. to the Stillers? Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
0: that's true speculation out there.
3: That may that may sway my fandom.
0: Well, Justin Fields to Pittsburgh. Justin Fields has an Arthur Smith connection, I believe, and um, that was, I think, the type of offense they were hoping to get out of Desmond Ritter in Atlanta that just didn't work out.
1: Man. So I also saw Don't Be Surprised if the Steelers go out and sign Tannehill.
0: Yes, he has a connection with Arthur Smith, I believe,
2: there too. Yeah, Can when you... Smith with the OC in Tennessee. Yeah.
3: If my fandom went to the Steelers, well,
2: That'd be wild.
0: You wouldn't be able to yell at Alex and I because you'd be right there with us. Right. Nate would be overwhelmed.
1: That'd be a lot. Nate, Nate would be dumbfounded.
0: That also is. And, and lastly, Jim, this I, I'm curious on your thoughts here. Boston College hiring Bill O'Brien.
3: I'm excited for Boston College. Okay. I think it's a good hire. I'm excited to see. I think this is a good jumping off point for Bill O'Brien. We all know he's not staying there, right? Like that's not
0: happening. Well, this is like his Penn State days. Yeah. Okay. Right. He he went there for the the reason of getting out. Just like when he was in Alabama, he went there to get
1: out. Or do we think he heard all the noise in Columbus? Is like, okay, I'm not welcomed here. I got to go somewhere else.
3: No, they wanted him. They were very pumped with his approach to things. Like they they liked that he jumped in with both feet. So they wanted him there. I think the head coaching job. I think this was more lucrative for him.
1: You think people wanted him more than Chip Kelly?
3: That's a tough. That that's yes.
0: They wanted him more. Is that just because the connection to Ryan Day, and it's like, oh, we've got another Ryan, like a Ryan Day, not disciple, but somebody in that tree?
3: Yeah, I don't think that people were real comfortable. I don't think people are comfortable with Chip Kelly yet. Okay. Whereas, like, the diehard Big Ten fans were like, well, he was at Penn State. Like, if we get rid of Ryan Day, like, in the back of their minds, if we got rid of Ryan Day, we'd have Bill O'Brien.
0: Okay. if you don't feel the same way about Chip Kelly.
3: That's fair. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It's
0: because he's a West Coast guy. Yeah. All right. All right, any other topics for... Today, gents. No, I feel good about it.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I think we did good.
0: All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. Make sure you get with us on all the socials. TBD when the next episode will be. If at the uh-huh. very least, you'll hear from us in about a month as we prepare for the NCAA basketball tournament, where at the very least, Alex, Nate, and myself are going to have an outing at a casino. To play some bets during the first weekend so get excited jim for that is jim is invited but we don't know if jim will be able to attend so. until that time make sure you let all your friends know about this podcast and all the fun things we do and you can do so by telling a friend making a friend be a friend